It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Two hours in sports radio. How are the two best hosts on Greg Radio? Moneyline with Donnie Wrightside. Mustache glasses and a bacon, egg, and cheese. You know what? I just keep moving. I keep it moving. But now, but here. Kevin Walsh. No, it's okay. not a bad take. You went out of space yeah, right now. North. And the dream team of callers. Right? I hope you guys took the tape right. That was the 5-0 Vegas. Vegas. Bring it. Astros, Rangers, Astros over. Smoke. Take All smoke. <laughs> yep. Easy, too. Well, it's it was, easy. It, was, it feels good. It was, wasn't it? Man. I listen to you guys also with all that great information you gave out on players' props. So it's going to be a fun night tonight. I just honestly became a huge sports grid fan over the last year, and I found you in K-Dub show, man, and I have been awesome. addicted. And let me give a shout-out to my man, JP, holding yep. it down yep. behind the scenes. There it is. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Let's go. By the way, K-Dub, do you know who that drop is from right there? Cut the music. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Cut the music. Whose drop is that? Now, this is a little bit before your time where it was in my heyday, and we used to love when this guy grabbed the microphone and said, Cut the music. And then dropped promos. Scott Steiner. Stop him. Scott Steiner. There you go. One of, the, one of those guys where he would cut promos and yeah. you weren't sure if he meant it, if he was really trying to hurt somebody, or he yeah. was just an unbelievable kayfabe guy in the ring. Because he got to the point sometimes where he was scary on TV, which we loved. Yeah, I'm, I think it was a little bit A, a little bit of B uh, when it came to, to Scott <clears throat> Steiner. There is a, a like a video package, and I can't find it, unfortunately, though. Uh, not like YouTube compilation. It was like uh-huh. a half hour, Donnie, mm-hmm. of his best on the mic moments. Oh, oh my man. goodness! I mean, I'm the telling, one where I don't know. I don't want to say JJ so Dillon. I don't know who the guy was for WCW that was supposed to be running things and would like come out. He chased him around the set, like threatening to kill him and like breaking TVs. And Buff uh-huh. Bagwell was out there, was supposed to be like the guy that was in between. And he was like, I don't even can't even get between this. Like, I think he's actually going to hurt this old man right now. Like, that was the vibes he gave off. <laughs> yeah, well, I do think that uh, Scott had himself a bit of a reputation for taking liberties, is how uh, I believe it was described, uh, you know, uh, with some of the people in the ring. I mean, Look, Scott was authentically huge, right? Like, that was a real thing. Legitimate wrestling background at Michigan. So, yeah, spot By the way, on. The, the fact that, Kevin, there was reports. Like, this is way back in the day. Like, when he came back over, like, WWE, like, towards the end of his career and just couldn't really wrestle anymore but told Vince he could, those were the days. But also, like, they said he would bully Ric Flair behind the scenes and get everybody upset. Like, wrestling was out of control for about 15 to 20. Yeah. From, like, 1995-ish, where, like, ECW really started to come into prominence, right through the Attitude Era in the uh, WWE, it was a wild time in wrestling. Yeah, uh, it was. It's cleaned up for the better, though, right? Like, there's a lot of, like, DRS, from your time, mm-hmm. right, and, you know, and a touch yeah. before, a lot of sad endings for a lot of wrestlers, right? Yes. Yes, there has been. Like, does this, now this is the new era of wrestling right now. Is this music right here mean 
that this guy is absolutely carrying a company on his shoulders. Do we feel that? Because I don't think the elite are holding up right now. I think this guy right here yeah, from Long trying. Island is holding yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know why you're trying to bother me. I, I quite like MJ. I think he's a heck of a talent. Uh, but the elite slander that checks in is ridiculous. That uh, company always runs better uh, when the elite are a, a main focus point. That has been true throughout the entirety of it. Now, do you think MJF, let's just say he came on the air with us. Notorious yeah. K-Dub for kayfabe. Uh-huh. Me and him going back and forth would be a joy, though. It really would be. Well, you, so you have a, a comfortable assumption that means. Yeah. Now, when, when you I'm, now, am I wrong here? You mean you and him going back and forth, just you yes. two, or you mean you two going back and forth, making fun of me together? Well, see, now that would be like it would be one, maybe one of the shows for the ages. But I feel like my sarcasm can reach a level where he would respect it. You see what I'm going with this? I, like, see, I'm doing a radio a show, and this guy is just ridiculous on the other end, and I just got to battle him now. Like, I feel like that's where it would go to that level. Uh, listen, I, I, I don't know. You're, you're comfortable in any setting that you yes. are in, but yes. I also think DRS, a lot of people have thought that they would go into an MJF interview. <laughs> They'd be the one to not get themselves bullied by MJF, <laughs> and then they get bullied by MJF. That's tremendous. Like the, the fact that this guy is kayfabe all the way through airports, signings. Hey, I'm Jeff. Love you. Here's my kid. Wanted to meet you. Rips your kid. Throws you out of line. Signs your autograph. Then throws your pen and your autograph across the room. And it's like, man, that's yeah. awesome. That's tremendous stuff, by the way. So it is what it yeah. is at that point. But Commitment right? to the business. Commitment to the business is what's up at that point here. All right, so we only got about a minute or so left in this segment. Let's set up hour number two because we want to talk about a lot of Pac-12 action here and also how it pertains to the Big Ten. But also, Kevin, you want to talk about the next segment here? Look at football back in our lives. Thursday night NFL. And I got to tell you, I am the ultimate hater. I love to say I love football is back. And the minute preseason is here, I get angry. I got to tell you, I'm not angry. I watched that game with like, hey, I'm excited football's here. I like the interviews. I just like to see it on my TV. It's the first time in a long time. Maybe changing a, uh, maybe turning the cheek here, Kevin. I mean, is, is that because it's the most that you've ever been able to watch uh, a game in the history of the Hall of Fame game? <laughs> I mean, it could be at this point. I mean, who knows? I mean, there were circum- no there, yeah, there were circumstances there that kept me up. But I got to tell you, I mean, it was really good. You know me. I love football. That's a sound point. <laughs> it really is, K-Dub. Thanks for the backup there. We'll be oh, right man. back after these words. Shut the heck up. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh. Rocking and rolling, hour number two right here on the grid. It's Money Line down your right side. And Kevin Walsh. And yes, football is back in our lives. Let's spend a minute, Kevin. Let's take it all in. 
Can you smell the turf? Yes, I can. Canton, Ohio. Now, there's two ways this conversation is going to go. First, though, I do want to take a look at the game itself, the way it was played. Just good to see teams back out there. Then I'm going to get to my point and rip the Hall of Fame at the same time. So, let's get the football out of the way. You were right. Game went over. I was wrong. I thought it would stay under. Now, I don't know how long I want to stick on this game before I just start ripping on the Hall of Fame, but there were some good good components to the game I enjoyed. I thought it was a pretty clean game outside of the penalties, and, you know, the interviews were good, kept me involved. I was actually actively watching and enjoying the game, so I do appreciate that. And the interesting thing about the NFL is once it gets started, it usually doesn't stop. Isn't it kind of interesting, though, they play this Hall of Fame game? Like, shouldn't the Hall of Fame maybe a kickoff on the Thursday night and then, like, full preseason slate Saturday? It is interesting they take a full week off to me. I, I the, the reason for that, now, I could be wrong. Did they play five games, the Hall of Fame game team, Donnie, back when it was a four-week preseason? Yes. correct. Uh, that's correct. Yeah, no, that's bizarre then. No, you, you, you've got my full agreement then. Yeah, I don't know why they need to do it like this. Why does the Hall of Fame uh, game need its own like, week like, like this? Exactly. Like, can the Hall of Fame like they can't put the teams in or the players in next week in that game? Like, it's is, kind of just odd. Is is it to make sure that everybody can be there? Like, is is that is there is there something with that? That might Donnie? be a point. There might be something on that side because I, I did see the interview with I believe it was Dur- I want to say was it Durant no no yeah. it was uh, Rondé Barber Rondé Barber oh, that okay. interviewed last night talked about Mike Tomlinson hey man can't wait Mike's going to be here Saturday night with me which yeah. that might be something valid yeah. because Mike Tomlinson's not going to be there on a Saturday night when they're getting ready for a preseason game or just no. finishing one it's not going to happen so yeah so that's probably that the main idea. reason then now also would you add anything else on the game like well, what, what did you think about that Thursday night game. <laughs> I'm so excited. I really am. I have no yeah. idea why you're going to rip the Hall of Fame. My thoughts on the game. Um, look, we made the Zach Wilson point plenty. I, I think he didn't show anywhere near enough. Uh, three drives, one first down. That's nowhere near good enough. Uh, I also thought, you know, DTR, like, he looked much better than Kellen Mond. Full stop. And does it really matter yeah. who's the second string quarterback for the Cleveland Browns? No, probably not. But if it does matter... DTR game one certainly you know won that battle there, and I don't think there's much of any uh, debate on that. You know, really, the other thing though that, that stood out from the game, the countless interviews they did. You know, Aaron Rodgers. They kept talking about how happy Aaron Rodgers yes. is. DRS, correct. And I don't know if if where I land on that. Like, I'm not saying I want to hear that Aaron Rodgers is miserable, but mm-hmm. like. I can't tell if Aaron Rodgers is on to almost a different phase of his career. And not that winning isn't important, and not that he's working hard, right? But everyone keeps saying, like, oh, pissed off Aaron Rodgers, you know, motivated Aaron Rodgers. I don't know, this this seems like happy Aaron Rodgers, who thinks Uh there's a really good group of guys there, but also basically all six of his friends in football are on the team, and he's going to just be ready to make it what it's going to be. It's a good point you bring up there, as I know you wanted this theme music playing behind it as we're talking about Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets, because that's just what you have to bring in. Hard knocks. Do you have a mandate you gave yourself on how yes. many buttons you need to press today? I do. I do. I'm trying to level, trying to level the playing board while, while it actually works and we can get into it here. Oh, but when you talk, God. you're right about that. Like everything at Aaron Rodgers, even the point was you saying like, you know, you know what, man, we're going to eat with different guys at the lunch table. It's really enjoyable. I'm saying like, this is really interesting. Is he in oversell mode just to show Green Bay like, boy, I just got out of jail. This is way this because he was talking about the amazing men and women that work here and how much fun it is to be around. Is that a direct shot at Green Bay? Like, man, I was in Green Bay where like the build. The tallest building is like a two-story house at this point, and now I get to go to the garden, and I'm going to Taylor Swift concerts, and I'm all over the place, and I couldn't imagine anything better. And you know what's even great? Green Bay was paying me all that money. I came here and said, you don't even need to pay me anything. It's so much fun. Like, I had to get paid so much money just to be in Green Bay to make it worth my while at that point. So it is valid for you. He seems he's not the angry Aaron Rodgers. Like, I would, he take, Kevin, he takes the mic and goes, you know what? I got to tell you. My own goal here is to absolutely like double down on what Green Bay thought of me. I want to be the MVP. I want to win a Super Bowl. I hope Green Bay misses the playoffs. Let's go. Yeah, like so, and and obviously like that's you know turned up to ten, right? But Rogers yes, being like, look, man, we we are going to 
have ourselves a heck of a season. The goal is a Super Bowl. It's why I play this. I think we've got the right guys to do it. You know, that team in Green Bay didn't want me anymore, and I'm going to and I'm gonna go out there and, and show what I can still bring to this league. It's like, oh, okay, we have something. Instead, he's like, man, I, Jordan Love's going to be so good. I actually was talking to Dorian Thomas and Thompson Robinson for the game. I don't know why he didn't slide there. I'll coach him up on that later. Uh, man, it's so fun hanging out with Zach Wilson. So what, are you the quarterbacks coach in this football team? What's going, what's going on here? Like, I'm not like it's all of a sudden. I was talking to someone. They were like, "Oh, like maybe Rodgers is going to go into coaching post career." It's like, I, yeah, I guess. I guess. Is he coaching already? Is Rodgers already like. coaching yes. this team? Exactly. Like when Zach makes a mistake out there, he goes to Aaron Rodgers, not to Nathaniel Hackett or anybody else, okay. right? That's Le- last what, item. That's on the that. pecking then, order. Yeah, and then you can rip everything you want. They also kept yes. putting over the fact that Aaron Rodgers is essentially building the offense with Hackett, which yes. it's, it's just like this is why Sean Payton ripped <laughs> Nate Hackett to shreds because the quarterback is in there building the offense and not Nathaniel Hackett. Like, Sean Payton isn't sat down Russell Wilson and be like, all right, Russ, like, build the offense. That's not how this works. Nobody bi- – Mahomes doesn't build the offense in Kansas City. This is it's ridiculous. Like, what's the what's the chance that – because I know that everybody likes to go back to Bill O'Brien, just, like, getting that – like, wanting to fight Tom Brady, like, fist fight him on the sideline. What's the chance that Nathaniel Hackett does that after Aaron Rodgers throws an interception or changes the play at the line that he called that called an interception? Nope. Fist bump on the sideline. Love what you saw out there, and uh, congratulations on that. There's a lot of pressure on the Jets, but it does look like Aaron Rodgers is comfortable with that right now. But we'll see if it, tune, it turns up. Now, mm-hmm. let's get to the Hall of Fame here. And here's where I have, an, I have an issue with a lot of Hall of Fames, particularly with the NFL and Major League Baseball. Because at the end of the day, when we always talk about, like, the Pac-12, right, and the Big Ten, it's a business at the end of the day. Sure, it's football, it's baseball, it's basketball, but it's, the goal is to make money. And here's my beef with the Hall of Fame. So you have nine inductees this weekend. And I'm going to go over them, Kevin, right? Let's start with the guys that should be there, right? DeMarcus Ware, absolutely. Zach Thomas, yep, you can make an argument. I think he does belong there. Joe Thomas, absolutely. Darrell Rivas, one of the best cornerbacks to ever play the game. Rondé Barber, solid selection as well. But here's where my issue comes into it, because I have to remind myself that outside the Pro Football Hall of Fame is not owned technically by the NFL. It's a separate entity. So why do they keep expanding and building things? Because they want to make more money. If you said to me, Donnie, who deserves to be a Hall of Famer? I'd probably go, you know what? I don't know how many guys are in the Hall of Fame right now, but you could probably cut that down in half. You say, well, why would you say that here? Because I truly believe like the Hall of Fame is for guys that when you say their name, Kevin, you go absolutely no doubt about it. Hockey, I say Wayne Gretzky. I mean, what's the argument here? Uh, football going forward. Joe Montana, you know, uh, obviously Tom Brady's going to go in there. Like, no, like there's not even an argument. That's what a Hall of Famer is. So the reason I'm bringing this up is like Chuck Howley is going in, Kevin. Chuck Howley. Like, and usually, like I don't care how old he is. Like, if I told you Jim Brown, like, yeah, absolutely. I mean, guy's an unbelievable running back, one of the best of all time. Absolutely here. Chuck Howley stopped playing football in 1973. He's going in in 2023. Like, do you see what I mean? Like, I, it's, he's yeah. 87 years old. And you say, look, okay, he's a Hall well, You're eligible, Kevin, for the Hall of Fame after five years of retiring. So you're telling me for 50-whatever years he wasn't good enough and one day he is? Joe Klecko, love him. Great football player in the NFL. He waited 35 years to get in the Hall of Fame. Is that Hall of Fame? Is it like a line that you just wait in as long as you can for a roller coaster and eventually they give it to you? And really, yeah. Ken Riley, yeah. same thing. Like the, mm-hmm. I, There are superstars that deserve to be in there. But once I realized for myself is, if you don't put enough, like, let's go five years without putting a guy in the Hall of Fame. Nobody's going to go there. Like, oh, I saw it before. There's nothing new there. I'm not going. So once I finally wrapped my head around, but I still get upset with this. Like, I love Hall of Fame stuff and arguments. But if you waited 35 straight years of getting denied and then you get put in, I'm sorry. You're a good football player. You're just not a Hall of Famer. We're going to talk about the Pac-12 coming up next. Don't you go anywhere. Hour number two, Moneyline, right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. There it is. JJ. JJ in the Hall of Fame here, Jerry Jones. So, by the way, did you, on a Thursday night, K-Dub, were you impressed by DeMarcus Ware singing the national anthem? Okay, no slander. I wasn't. No, go ahead. My, here's my only question. It yes. felt like it took forever. It did. True or false? Forever. Yes. Right? That like, it was, like, true. Yes. very long, right? He had the long pause, like, even on the last bars. Like, he was like, yeah. you know what, let me, let me hold this, like, Whitney Houston right now and let me let this rip. Which, again, like, you know what's kind of interesting? Like, we do a lot of stuff live and you just got to let, like, stuff rip. I've heard the National Anthem three million times. I think I would forget the words, though, if I, if I didn't have, like, a teleprompter for some reason, though. I really do. Yeah, 100%. It's also one of those one of those songs I feel like at times where maybe like in a crowd you can sing along no problem. Yes. But if I yes. isolated like, like ooh, is that the word? Am I saying the right word? Yes. Is it ram parts? Is it red parts? Is it like you, you know, there there'd be some confusion abound. No, it's a good point you bring up. I'm telling you, it's one of the songs where when everybody's letting it rip at a stadium, you do. But if you had to be the person leading it, I feel like did I just sing that line? Like, I'm going back yeah. the wrong way again. Because a lot of times, you like, I'll be in my car, and I let it rip on music I like. Uh-huh. Open the close of the song. But sometimes the instrumental will come on. You're like, hold on now. So I should start now? Should I start in a minute? Am I singing the right verse? Did I start, like, verse 2 instead of verse 1 right now? I get mm-hmm. that way. And I feel like on the national anthem, I'm surprised more people don't get tripped up on the national anthem. Even though they've sung cool. it a million times to get ready, it just feels like, for me, a song very easy to mess up. There was something about his situation, though, where and I don't know, know this to be a fact, or but is there not something in his ear like that that's got the words or something for him to follow no. along with? No, usually the earpiece is in there, so you can either hear yourself. Like when I talk on the radio right now, I like to have the feedback uh, in my ear, so they can stay on pitch at that point, as opposed to just like, hey, man, he sounded terrible. So I couldn't get the key because I couldn't hear anything. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean that that is impressive then because that does feel like it's funny, and I don't. Man, I, I actually I saw the Demarcus Ware interview, but I don't know if they asked him right. But Demarcus Ware, who went into the Hall of Fame, he probably ripped mm-hmm. this line down. He was uh, that was more nervous than I was before any football game I played. I'm telling you, he probably did because I when he started to sing, it's like, oh man, this is like your big moment. Like nobody's saving you. The crowd is completely quiet. You hope that you're singing on key like you've been practicing for, and the words are the same. When you get done that, because let's try to equate it to this, okay? You'll run through this in your life, right? Now, technically. I'm not the most sociable person. It'd be amazing that you think about it, right? But I'm very social in a social setting. Like, if I don't even know people, I'll talk to everybody and be loud and boisterous there. But, like, my, I always joke, like, my own birthday party, I slip out the back door because I don't want to say goodbye to, like, 35 different people I actually know. But if you're out there in front, like K-Dub, like, ripping that and singing it, that's tough, man. That's a lot of pressure in that environment. So the, the dream, then, would be... When the Cavs were in the NBA Finals against mm. the Warriors, the mm-hmm. year that the Cavs won it, 
they basically had the singer come out, Donnie, and basically say like the first three words, and then just the whole crowd would do a sing along yes. together. That's like the, the singer would stop singing. Yes. Like it was just a, it was basically a, a, the crowd was doing the whole national anthem, which was the way to a, do it. Uh, a cool way to do it. That's the way to do it. By the way, best national anthem of all time, NFC Championship game, Anita Baker this year. What do you feel? What do you think about mm, that? Listen, maybe she'll do it again this year. Go Birds. Oh, man, my goodness. It's come. Next week, Eagles, preseason, preseason underway, ready to go. Three games, no more four games here. A lot of superstars don't play. A lot of arguments either way. Should you practice hard? Should you not practice hard? The Eagles, as we say, they, I don't even think they hit anybody until game one, which is a very interesting tactic. Mm. But it worked last year, so there's no real backfiring on it, per se. But mm-hmm. I'm always interested to see. Oh, by the way. Um, ah, mm-hmm. oh well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you can. <laughs> I think, right? Why not? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Is it going to change? Is something going to change? Adam no. Schefter here coming in K-Dub. Yeah, Ready for an Adam which, Schefter update? Yeah, which you all knew two days ago. <laughs> NFL suspending Saints running back Alvin Kamara three games for his role in a fight outside a Las Vegas nightclub. Three games. Now, I'm assuming he gets to appeal that. Is that correct? Uh, you know what? The, probably not, right? Like, like, this has been going on forever. Like, this feels and, like and this should be a done he met with deal. the commissioner. He met with the commissioner. Yeah. I think there was one... It, it, Put it, put it this way. I thought it was interesting that he actually, after all this time, went to meet and explained his side of the story. You know, usually it's like, look, I don't care about your side of the story. I watched the video. It's a bad look for the NFL. You're going to get suspended in what it is. It was one of those where I think it was like, hey, look, uh, you know I'm suspending you. And Alvin Kamara's like, I know you are. I was really thinking about six games, but let's be real. Let's put this to bed. Three games it is, and you don't appeal. Let me tell you something now. It's three games you appeal, I'll give you six. How about that? Like, I'm not dropping it to yeah. two. I'll give you six. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll, we'll reopen this and, and you come out with some new new findings. And, <laughs> that, I can't wait know. for that. Does that ever happen, by the way? Oh, you're going to appeal that? By the way, yeah, we reopened it up again. Yeah, now you're down for the year. Congratulations. Man, I'm, imagine how Adam Silver would have handled the, the Kamara suspension. He would have released a statement oh saying, listen, we didn't want to disrupt the Hall of Fame game, so exactly. you know, we're going to hold off here a little bit on the announcement of Kamara. People are like, oh, my goodness, like, is his career over? Three games. Three-game suspension there. So there you go, Alvin Kamara. I, and, again, I don't think it really changes all that much. I love Evan Kamara, and I think he's going to be big in that offense. But I don't think it's all that Man, bad he, that he yeah. got three games and is sitting out there. But I know you were talking about their schedule, too. Well, the early schedule is a little difficult. But Kamara also last year could not find the end zone. We just couldn't. And maybe that, you know, that was a, a one-year blip and... He'll be right back and rolling Alvin Kamara style, DRS, the, the way that we know and love. But, you know, when we talk about the Saints, right, you've got Derek Carr in there. But it is Derek Carr in a new place, right? So sometimes that's easy. And you go, man, I love Alvin Kamara. Yeah, but he is coming off of a down season. He's now out the first three games. Man, I love the talent that's Michael Thomas. Yeah, well, I don't know if Michael Thomas will ever be that guy again. <laughs> a lot of yeah buts for me, Donnie, when I look at the New Orleans Saints here. By the way, do you remember Kamara's all-time game? Wasn't that yeah. long ago? Uh, was uh-huh. it five times Christmas. he scored? Christmas. Christmas game, five times he scored. Could have broke the no. all-time record. Yeah, but Sean, did Sean Payton want to? Who, yeah, who did yeah. Sean Payton want to get in the end zone? Yeah, who was you, it? Was yeah, it uh, Taysom, Taysom Hill or Bleeping Hill? <laughs> and then I mean, like they got a turnover, and like Kamara, like still got like the the, the record or tie. I think he like tied the record. Uh, I think he tied. It's him. Yeah. Hey, you know, and this is fine. Like I actually think that I like Sean Payne. I think he's a good coach, but uh, I, it's not even it's not even Sean Payne's fault because last year they were still using Taysom Hill in the red zone. Like m- m- that was one of the most I thought like this. Honestly, I thought it was a disgrace. Uh, totally. Like w- one thing that I think you always do a great job driving points home on Donnie is kind of. What a coach owes a player as it comes to yes. like history or awards, Correct. right? Like, listen, they're going to let that guy do whatever he wants because the Heisman Trophy is right around the corner, right? Things mm-hmm. like that. Like, hey, Alvin Kamara had an opportunity to break this record Christmas Day primetime. The world is watching. He's like, man, i got to run a little trick play here. Up a million on the Minnesota yes. Vikings to get Taysom Hill in the end zone. Embarrassing. Hated that. And the, you're right. It, like equate that to college football. Caleb Williams next year, front runner. It's a t- maybe. Maybe it's perceived to be a tight race between him and two other guys. Mm-hmm. And they line up against I don't know final game of the season, whoever it might be. Let's just say yeah. forget it. It's not Notre. Let's just say it's not Notre Dame, and we'll say it's Oregon State. 
Sure. They get up 28 to nothing in the first half, right? And he only has one touchdown pass. And Lincoln Ryan says, yeah, that's good. That's good enough, man. It's good enough. You get to the bench here. We'll let the backups finish this one out. And at the end, you go, like, hey, by the way, Caleb only threw 48 touchdown passes. So the guy got to 51. And you go, no, that would never happen. Like, Lincoln Riley, like, look, here's my goal in the game. I know we're going to blow this team out. I think you get seven. I think by the time <laughs> everybody wakes up in the morning, they go, what actually happened in the Pac-12 last night? How did Caleb Williams throw for 741 yards and eight touchdowns? That's what normal coaches would do for their guys. Which is why, you know, to take a quick transition here before we hit this break, I do not know what we are going to ultimately decide to do for that USC Week Zero game, Donnie. I mean, the opportunity to... So USC is playing Week Zero. The Heisman Mm -hmm. Trophy winner from last year plays Week Zero. San Jose State, 30.5-point favorite, total 63.5. You know, this team is supposed to put up a... You know what? Almost 49 points in this football mm-hmm. game. Caleb Williams is supposed to not play much of this football game, based on what you think we would know. But it, like, what are they doing props wise? Like, is that going to be full blast, Caleb Williams? I'm very interested to see how that shakes out. Yes, and it's one of those where you, the first impression sometimes almost equally as important as those last impressions. Because like, if you get off to a slow start and then let it rip against, I don't know, Iowa State Week 7, it's like, oh, okay. But even if you play a bad football team and he runs that up the flagpole, I'm talking they win 56-6, to six, and he had a beat, bit in every single touchdown, whether he ran it or threw it, it feels like you have to do that for your quarterback in game number one. Like, maybe game number two doesn't matter as much, game number three. But the first time we see you, and I always date this back to Jadavion Clowney, who had that crazy game against Michigan. You knew he was going to be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft, but he had to wait another year. They put so much excitement into that game number one where he was the standalone game, and they had cameras on him because the legitimate thought was, if he doesn't get six sacks tonight, this is going to be a real disappointment. He was taking plays off. He was a little bit out of gas. Oh, my God. God, I can't believe it. What? You can't believe a defensive lineman can't get seven sacks every time he plays? Which led to the worst take in the history of sports, which was that Jadavion Clowney, who was the number one football player (laughs) from his, like, seventh grade year all the way through high school, was was going to get drafted in the NFL only because of the one play against Michigan. Yes. The only reason anyone drafted Jadavion Clowney is because of that play. Oh, my goodness. Exactly. There you go. One play can make you the number one overall player in the draft. Good times here in hour number two. They will continue next. A lot of hot topics to get to. Let's get back to some college football talk. It's Donnie Kevin here. Hour number two on Moneyline. We'll be right back. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you. 
Hour number two in full effect here, right here on Moneyline. Christian, our producer behind the scenes, was bringing up some uh, topics about the Pro Football Hall of Fame. There are coaches in the Hall of Fame. There are also owners in the Hall of Fame. I mean, here's a segment I wanted to bring up about Jerry Jones. He goes in in 2017 as an owner here, and rightfully so. You know, bought the team in 1989, immense success, a couple Super Bowls, which changed the landscape of the NFL business-wise. One of those guys where a lot of ownership groups lean on Jerry Jones because he has the insight of how to turn a debt into a massive profit here, leverage your franchise, build the biggest monstrosity on the planet, and be a massive success. He's done that, so certainly they would want to pick up the phone and call him. But you know what I always find interesting here? Jimmy Johnson is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a coach. He went in in 2020. They asked Jerry Jones like a week ago. They do their uh, preseasons, their preseason camps out in Oxnard, California. So they don't even forget about going like a couple miles out of town. They go 1,000 miles out of town and head to California. And they asked Jerry Jones, they're going to be putting people again in the ring of honor. Jimmy Johnson is not in the Cowboys ring of honor, but is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame because of the work he did with the Dallas Cowboys. I love that petty feud between those two guys. Well, like, it's one of the, like, the silliest things. So, I don't know. I guess it feels very silly to me. I'm, I'm well aware there could be elements of it that I'm missing, Donnie. But, but is this feud not... Jimmy couldn't stop winning Super Bowls, but Jerry was upset he didn't have more say in it, so eventually Jerry forced them out. I mean, is, is, yes. it, is it more That's complicated simple. than that? That's that simple. It's basically where this is my team... Um, I'm doing stuff behind the scenes. I think I'm putting in work. But all everybody keeps on saying is how good Jimmy Johnson is as a head coach. Jimmy Johnson leaves, builds that team, hands it over to it was um, Barry Switzer. No, it was Barry Switzer who won a championship with them right after Jimmy Johnson left. But the fact of the matter is, like, Jimmy Johnson was in his prime as a coach, understood the league and what draft picks actually meant, equating to talent and how to improve. He comes to a team that wins one game, and a few years later, they're the best team in football by a wide margin. And Jerry's like, this is my team. I want everybody to think I did this. And you get rid of one of the best coaches. And again, he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, but they asked Jerry Jones, like, hey, you're ever going to put him in? He's like, oh, we have a lot of topics to talk about in the ring of, like, Dave Campo was supposed to go in the Hall of Fame over Jimmy, or the Ring of Honor for Dallas, as opposed to Jimmy Johnson. I'm really surprised, though. They haven't buried that hat. They're, they're both older guys now. Why do we still have a feud? Like, Jerry Jones is 80. Get over it. Yeah, so I, I actually would think, like, wouldn't Jimmy be the more bothered guy then? Because it's basically Jerry cut his dynasty short by being Jerry? <laughs> Pretty much. Like, yeah, that, like back then, like Jerry Jones was willing to spend more money than most owners. They had no salary cap. And, boy, they built the best offensive line, wide receivers, quarterbacks, running backs, defense. But it was on the back of Jimmy Johnson going, like, let's trade our hero, Herschel Walker, and completely reset this team's future. And Jerry Jones like, hey, you know what? I know you made those trades, but this is my football team and you got to go. Because this wasn't like, hey, you get burned out after 15 or 20 years together. It was a short burst for those guys dominating football, and all of a sudden they couldn't work together anymore. Yeah, no, it's, it happened very quickly, right, it, relative to the success that they had. And that's Jerry, right? I mean, Jerry was in the news the other day. Man, hope the Eagles are ready for us. Hope the Giants are ready for us. Hope Washington's ready for us, man. Uh, I think we've really improved this season. So, all right, dude. Glad you're excited about Kellen Moore leaving. Yep, way we go at that point. And by the way, big news here for the week. Oregon and Washington now set to join the Big Ten and change the landscape of football. Because if you think that's big, obviously we already know UCLA and USC are on the move. Arizona is mm-hmm. looking to bail out to the Big 12. Who is going to be left standing? It's a shame of it all is. I mean, if you're Oregon State, you, you, you kind of got over on the conference over the years, right? Like, hey, look, we're not really a football powerhouse. We're not really a basketball powerhouse. We share in the money. Everything's great. And when the music stops and there's only a few chairs left, you're the teams that are left. Like Arizona State, Oregon State. Mm-hmm. So trying to hope like nobody leaves, but who's going to be the last man? When is it official is what I'm trying to say, that the Pac-12 was like, we can't do this. Or does the Pac-12 go, um, okay, well, we'll go out and pick out Sandy at San Jose. What? They can't do that. So, listen, uh, according to conversations that I had with uh, you know Ben Stevens here, uh, uh, he said the Pac-12 is done. Like The, the Oregon and the UW moves were the official end of the Pac-12. And everybody else now is going to have to figure it out. Uh, we have heard, and, and maybe by, you know, by the time you're hearing this, this has happened, that Arizona State and Utah 
are taking a look at the Big 12. Utah should certainly get on the move. They've had too much recent success, Donnie, to be viewed uh, kind of on that bottom rung. I think they're much closer to Oregon and U-Dub. I don't know if you would agree with that, uh, the Utah Utes, but I, I would certainly say that is the case there. And, and really, how many teams are left then in the Pac-12 without a home, right? Oregon State, Washington State come mm-hmm. to mind. Who else am I, am I missing? Arizona State. Yeah, Arizona State, Oregon State, Washington State. No, but Arizona State, it? Donnie, apparently is taking a look at the Big 12. Apparently. We'll see if it'll be successful. But apparently they're taking a look at the Big 12. That big swoop, because also it's not just like they're taking premier teams, which again, Oregon technically, like Eugene's not a huge market. Washington is Seattle. That's a big deal because the footprint is what the Big Ten is looking for selling television rights here. That's why these teams are so important. It's not like, hey, Washington, well, what do they win? No, no, they have the whole Seattle market. It's like, why, why do you think Rutgers is in the Big Ten? Because they're great at basketball and football? Like, no. That's that, you know, tri-state area New York City market that you're trying to capitalize on. That's what they're doing. That's why they took the L.A. market. That's why they took it. Yeah, I mean, now I'm all angry again. I, I got Rutgers I, is your team up there, man. No, you were in Queens all these listen, years telling me about I, that. I have, I have no problem with that slander because there is nothing more embarrassing than New York being New York and providing absolutely nothing to the collegiate sports <laughs> landscape. I mean, absolutely nothing. Like, and, and people go, oh, St. John's, and we'll see what Patino does. But largely, St. John's is not viewed as that type of powerhouse. And we, I mean, there isn't a college football team. Like, at least you can do the St. John's things when it comes to college basketball. We don't even have a college football team, Donnie. Why is that, though? Uh, like, a, a, made, I, like, I like, e- like Boston has. Like Boston College. Do you know what I mean? Like they have teams that are Division One. Miami mm-hmm. has, obviously, Miami. Like the bigger towns and the bigger cities, they all have teams. Like New York City, it's amazing, too. Like let's just, say no if, I don't know, let's just say NYU, Kevin. Whoever knows yep. how much donations they can get. And they go, you know yep. what? We're going to ask our donors right now who are on Wall Street. We want our own dome stadium in New York City. We're going to have an NIL bigger than anybody else's in the world. Why wouldn't a team in New York City, A, basketball, and B, football, take over the country? Hollywood could fund a football program yes. tomorrow. With, right. with, I mean, you know, their, their uh, performance art schools and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the film schools, Tish, and everything like that. Correct. Like, they have, yes. I, are you kidding me? Lady, Lady, Lady Gaga could build, could build an offensive line yes. tomorrow. Yes. If, if need be, okay? Timothy Chalamet could get them a quarterback. Ooh. If that's what it needs to come down to here. So they have a scholarship off him. Hey, look, you're coming here on $1 million a year on the Timothy Chalamet scholarship NIL. Tremendous. Every single position they could have. You're right about that. It's, it's, it, is, it is absolutely ridiculous that it's if, you're, if you are from New York, right? Ah, who's your college football team? Notre Dame, because my dad is Irish. Like, they, that's what you, you hear. And then kids go away to school, and, and that's how they'll find teams, right? But it's just way... It's way different, and it's very annoying because it should not be that way. No, it shouldn't be that way. It really shouldn't at this point here. So it's, it's just odd that a market that big with that much money just can't say, we're going to build our own stadium, do this, do that, and do whatever. But it's also the same state there that claims the Giants and the Jets. Neither one of those have a practice facility or play in the state of New York, which is pretty wild. But by the way, with that, answer me this. Answer me this. Yeah. The Jets. The Jets were always out there at City Field. I'm not saying the Jets would play at City Field. There's room out there, Kevin, for a new stadium wherever they want it to be, and a New York team can actually be in New York. How would New York lose two NFL teams to New Jersey across the river? That baffles me endlessly, man. It really does. Because yeah. under that premise, the City Field should be in New Jersey and the new Yankee Correct. Stadium. There's no room, man. There's no room. we gotta go. We got to move over to Jersey. Yeah, look, I am sure there there are certain elements of this that I'm missing, but but if there is some notion of man, you know how congested it would be, <laughs> man. If I don't come through this thing, first of all, okay, uh, Donnie, you ever go to MetLife on an NFL Sunday? I'm sorry, is that an easy trip? Are there no cars on the road? I mean, it's one yeah. of the most ridiculous easy things in, I've ever easy heard. Easy out, no uh, shot. Yes, my man, I went there once. At, I got there at what time? Probably 2.30 or so. And one of the Jets of the Giants were playing to do a show out of the, out, out of the FanDuel Sportsbook, Donnie. So that's like the attachment to it all. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I parked in a fake parking spot. 
There were so many cars that people just were creating lanes that were not really lanes to yes. park. Like, so don't tell me that it wouldn't be congested, like that, that it's all of a sudden clear roads in Jersey. And two, how would it be any different than what it already is? It's already a nightmare to get around places. It's just, it, it is absolutely insane, the notion that they could not put a football stadium in a Queens. And look, if you have to go to Staten Island because it's a little more open, then fine, so be it. Go to Staten Island, right? But like, mm-hmm. or, or Long Island. Like, you, I just I can't deal with this. It is. And also, if you're talking about, like, the New York fan base, or let's just say you are a Jets fan and you live out on Long Island, how long is that drive with traffic to get to MetLife with your season tickets as opposed to just being out there already? Like, it wasn't as if, like, well, technically, Kevin, the Jets were New Jersey's team. They've always been there. They just rebranded as New York but still play (laughs) New Jersey. They played at Shea Stadium. That was their stadium. And how about this? Shea Stadium got torn down for what? City Field, another baseball. Yeah, but you put a football field out there? I mean, gridlock all over the place. Just can't get around. Like, Is that the reason, though? Like, what is the reason? Or what, just we don't have the... Because obviously a football stadium is bigger than a baseball stadium. Is, is the... I, it's New York. What are we talking about? Why am I talking about this? Like, this is the... Like, this is Montana. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Like, imagine if they put an extra 5,000 seats in the garden. <laughs> Can't do that, man. That'll break Manhattan. Or that'll break Midtown yeah. right now. There's oh, no gosh. way they could have put an extra deck on the uh, the garden at that point. But it, it's always one of those things that makes me laugh. Like, you know, more money than anywhere is New York City. But they found a way. It's like, you know what? We can have baseball. We can have basketball. Well, you know what? We'll spend billions of dollars building a basketball stadium in the middle of Brooklyn for a team that was in New Jersey. But heaven forbid if the Giants. And by the way. Would there be more pride? Is there more pride? Would there be more civic pride? Like if the Giants moved to the Bronx with a big ass stadium by themselves, you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. My goodness, oh, yeah, it would feel yeah, a little because... bit better. Like I'll feel a little bit better about the Giants. Like, hey man, they're they're the Bronx, man. That's the Giants. Well, you know, I mean, and that, that's sometimes you know people like to make the joke, right? Of like, oh, Buffalo, New York's real team, and it's like hey, this is <laughs> yes. embarrassing. You know, like. <laughs> Now, the, the governor has that, to say that, too, by the way. Well, look, here, here's the deal with stuff like that, though. If you obviously know anything about anything, uh, it'll take me 10 extra years to get to Buffalo than it will New Jersey. So, no, it's not, okay? That's not how we're going to apply this. But I, I, it, it, it is an odd thing. But it's also, it's funny, like, the slight it is to New Jersey that it's like, well, we're certainly not going to be called the New Jersey Jets, like you know what I mean? Come on now, like we're New York. I mean, come on, let's not let's not be crazy. It is you know? like, and again, there's not like usually because again, you can swing those big deals here because it still is profitable in your state to have the practice facilities. That's why they fight like the Philadelphia 76ers. It was a big deal when they moved their practice facility to Camden. And the same way, like the Jets and the Giants practice in New Jersey, and it used to be the Jets still were out there at Hofstrom. Like, yeah, you know what? We're going to Jersey because apparently there's no room for a practice facility mm-hmm. for an NFL team in the state of New York here. My goodness. Never ends at that point here. Just food for thought. But we got one more segment to go here. Having some fun, breaking it all down. Hour number two of Moneyline here. We'll continue with our football conversation and much, much more. Love to talk about it. Stunning and Kevin right here on The Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on The Grid. SportsGrid. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Dot com. Let's talk to the good people out there, K-Dub. One final segment in our number two. Let's talk about what's on the horizon. Full slate of NFL preseason games. Before you know it, we'll be at the end of the month here. A lot of good things happening at the Sports Grid Network. Baseball, sensational all the way through. I'm now invested in tickets here with the Padres. Hopefully they can get to the playoffs, make me a little bit of cash. 33 bucks, K-Dub, I believe it is. Pays like 1500 bucks back if the Padres can win it all. But having said that, I don't need them to win it all. Mm-hmm. If I can turn 33 bucks into like 833 bucks, that's a win at that point, and that's what I'm looking for. Uh, I, I certainly think that's a win. I'm pretty sure you turn mm. those 33 bucks into 100 bucks. It's considered a, a, a win. 38 bucks. I might have to buy in oh. again. Yeah, after, after a couple weeks. They might be at 150 to 1. Might have to keep on trading oh, in and somehow still that. profiting. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. The, you buying into the Milwaukee. Oh, my God, oh my gosh, that was good. You know what the, oh, the craziest part about that whole Milwaukee run is? I do genuinely believe that they win the NBA championship if they get If Jimmy Butler Miami. wasn't Jimmy Butler. Like, if Jimmy, well, if they got actually, Jimmy Butler you know two what? rounds later, they'd probably bust him up. You know what? I think you're, that, that's all it took. <laughs> if, if the Heat didn't lose to the Hawks in the 7-8 oh in in game for some reason, yes. like, they would have ended up beating Miami in the conference championship game. You're probably right about that. Yep. There you go. So, away we go in the August, and... Hey, look, man, it was April's, May's, June's, July's. But I do got it. Like, when Mike Tirico opened up the telecast on Thursday night, it was like, hey, man, we're back. Like, it just felt good. Honest I, to God, yeah. man. Like, it mm-hmm. really felt good. It, it was a little like, wow, okay, th- this is real. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's something about that professional broadcast, man, that you're like, all right, let's do this. Like, I think the wife looked at that telecast like, you got to be kidding me. It's already back. Not it's right. Man. That's right, baby. It's back. The NFL is back in our lives. So thanks for tuning in for hour number two. A lot of fun all the way around. Christian behind the wheels of steel. Donnie right side. Kevin Walsh. We will see you next week. Or at least you'll see me. See ya. <laughs> it's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash grad admissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.